In case you missed it, here's the podcast of highlights from the Q102 Morning Show with Jim and Laura. So yesterday, we had so much stuff going on, post-Halloween things. Uh, You know it's a good show when we forget to do something that we promised at the beginning of the show we're going to do. And that was a TikTok challenge, if you might recall. I remember. Uh, I was supposed to text Alex something, right? Yeah. Here's uh, what I've read. Gen Z is pushing the bird test. Helps to find if a friendly or romantic two people people has longevity. Now, here... Here's a little sample. Apparently, a lot of people don't know what the bird test is, which I'm sure there's like a better name for it. But that's wild to me because I live and die by the bird test. Research has shown the single biggest determining factor in whether a happy relationship will last. When one partner says, oh, that's a beautiful bird outside. Does the other partner respond with something like, wow, that is beautiful? Or do they blow their partner off and ignore the bird? So I thought we could adapt this. And you're not even in the same town or state to say, hey, Alex, look at this beautiful bird outside. Buddy, that... You could text him and say, uh, there's the most beautiful bird sitting outside of my window while I'm doing the show today. Sort of a okay. random text. Yeah. And see how he responds to that. Okay. Uh, if, does he say, oh, that's so nice. I, I'm glad that brings you joy. Or does he, does he just go, yeah, and? And? <laughs> or okay. something like that. So. Would he be, uh, he'd be up, wouldn't he? He'd be same oh, time yeah. zone? He's, he's in the, uh, no, we're not in the same time oh. zone, but he's uh, he's in, today is his in-office day. So, so he might be in here. It's there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So text um, him something like that. Something about a okay. beautiful bird outside my window, and don't explain. Okay, there's a beautiful <laughs> bird outside my window. That's all? Just that? Yeah, or, you know, with an exclamation point, maybe. Ac- just, oh, uh, I'll get yeah. the period out of there. Exclamation! Do you want two exclamation points or maybe, just one? Yeah, yeah. Okay. That really shows your interest in the beautiful bird, I think. Okay. There's a beautiful <laughs> bird outside my window. Send? Yeah. Okay. And then let's, <laughs> let's Send. see what okay. he responds. And now we wait. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the suspense is going to kill me. <laughs> now, you can try this at home, too. Uh, send it to your significant other, whether yeah, it's or wife, husband, boyfriend, girlfriend. If they're in the same house, does it work if you just say that? If oh. they're in another room and then see if well, they yeah. come to the window mm. to look? I feel like that's going to even do more because they're going to either go, okay, from another room or ignore you completely. Or they're going to come running to the window, put their arm around you and go, where is this lovely bird? It's, and then you're going to tell them there isn't one. <laughs> it seems to me that the original was... A text. Uh, no, that you, 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 just, uh, you, you just bring it up when they okay. are with you. Whether- Research has shown the single biggest determining factor in whether a happy relationship will last. When one partner says, oh, that's a beautiful bird outside. See, so you could just say it to them. Yeah, in the room, too. Okay. And how do they respond to it? Hopefully, you're not like, oh, we'd love it. If you're streaming us on a smart speaker, you've got it cranked up in the kitchen, but then this might blow the whole thing yeah, if the other person mm. is hearing this right now. But if not, you try it, too. So let's uh, let's see if he responds here in a bit. Okay. Nothing yet so far. <laughs> it's a great day with Q102. Or is it going to be here as we have <laughs> tested husband Alex on the bird test, which you might normally do if your significant other is in the room. Oh, look at that beautiful bird. And if they're, mm-hmm. well, whatever, it's just a bird, then that might be a, 
a bad sign for the relationship. So we made it into a text thing since you're in different states for crying right. out loud. So you did send him what again? Uh, verbatim. There Now, there was no other follow-up and nothing after it. Right. Just, there's a beautiful bird outside my window and then two exclamation two points. exclamation. Mm-hmm. It means you're very excited about that. Wow, I love this bird yeah. so much. But I did not follow up with a picture, which may have confused him because normally he gets thousands of pictures of Phil Dawson, the cat, yeah. daily. So, he, so he's probably he waiting replied? for the picture. He did. Here's the one-word answer. <laughs> yeah, question mark. <laughs> Didn't I say it's going to be like, and? Oh I was close. I was close. So now what do I say? <laughs> Never mind. This is just a test of our marriage again. The second one of the week. The first one was over Halloween. Yeah, <laughs> but remember to add, for the radio show. For the show. And so that was just a test. begins our married life as fodder for the Q102 Morning Show. <laughs> Try it out on your significant other as well. Tim and Laura. I've done a little more analysis on your bird test with your husband. I hope uh, you all are trying it at home. Uh, yeah, because at first glance I thought, well, that's kind of dumb. But I guess yeah. the more you dig into all that surrounds just that question mm-hmm. and response, you can find out more. What have you come up with? Well, here's a subtlety when you said uh, you forgot that he really likes birds. That's more of a red flag to me than how he responds to your cute little TikTok challenge. You didn't well, remember he is, likes birds. That is true. I have no excuse for that. <laughs> I have no excuse for that. But now that I remember, when we were in Jamaica for our wedding, they had some parrots of course. that like, lived on the resort. And so every every night when we would be coming back from dinner, he would say goodnight to them. Oh. And so I forgot. That. I know. <laughs> When we were leaving, he's like, hold on, i got to go say goodbye to my birds. Well, he might appreciate this story then. You can tell him that's the whole reason for all of this. It's the bird renaming. And and I'm just going to add about 40% of the country is going to lose their doggone minds right now. So fair warning. This may be sensitive material to some people. The uh, American Ornithological Society, they're responsible for naming birds. They're going to rename many that are named after people, especially people who have problematic or sordid past. Examples okay. include Audubon's Shearwater, named after John Audubon, a famous bird illustrator, but also a slave owner who opposed abolition. We're not, we're not going to rename that bird now. Okay. And then uh, there's uh, the Scott's Oriole, named after 19th century Army, Army General who all oversaw the forced relocation of indigenous peoples. We're going to rename that bird. See, I thought Scots came from the toilet paper. Like, <laughs> I think it goes named back. After the, little... the great founder of <laughs> Scots tissue. Or Scots okay. uh, lawn care. No, it yeah. goes back a little farther than okay. that. Uh, the executive director of the an ornithological society said the goal is to address some um, historic wrongs. The new names will be more descriptive of their habitat or physical features. Now, people lost their mind when in the Twin Cities they renamed Lake Calhoun Bidet Makaska. Calhoun was uh, not a nice man. Harney Peak in the Black Hills, they renamed it Black Elk Peak. Harney, there was a slaughter of indigenous peoples back mm-hmm. in the day. Some say, it's history, leave it alone. Some say, well, we don't need to keep scratching history's scab. Let's rename them. So that's what's going to happen with birds now. 
you can tell. I gotta be honest. I wouldn't. I I always say, "Oh, look at that red bird out there. Look at that blue bird. Look at that bird all by itself." I like the morning doves, and I know their names, and they always are out there in twos. But other than that, I couldn't tell you one name from another. See, well, get to know them if you really love your husband, the bird. I know. Obviously, (laughs) our marriage is doomed. Just feel better with Q102. Bad news. You heard Tim report he tried to order the DiGiorno Thanksgiving-themed pizza online. They said they're going to unveil more batches every single week, but already the first week sold out. I want to read the fine print, see how many they're making in a batch. I'm guessing it's Mm -hmm. not that many. But look at that demand they've created. Oh, I better try again next Wednesday. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Well, I do have a new flavor, Thanksgiving inspired. This time, ice cream. Baskin Robbins is trying a new flavor of the month at their ice cream shops called Turkey Day Fixings. And I just wanted to run the ingredients by you, see if this would sound appealing to you. Okay. Tastes like sweet potato and autumn spice. Mm. They said chunks of honey cornbread. And tart swirls of cranberries. Oh, well, as long as there's no, no green gravy. beans and gravy. No, there's uh, that's a, originally what I thought. Like, is this going to be topped with the crunchy onion things no. as well as the pizza was? The but only, no, this one would be doable. The only thing no? of that, I'm, I'm, uh, sweet potato. Ew. I, uh, oh, how, how does that... I, uh, I do love a good sweet potato-inspired no. flavor. And sweet potato pie... Probably beats pumpkin mm. as far as what I would choose every single holiday. Mm. Mm. As long as the mm. sweet potato is drowning in melted butter. Drowning in melted butter. Oh, they're so sweet themselves, though. You yeah. couldn't just scoop into one with plain. Well, butter's more of a savory, isn't it, than a <laughs> sweet? Maybe. <laughs> I but I, oh, that flavor is so good, I could just eat uh. it by itself. It's National Deviled Egg Day. What? Deviled Egg, anyone? It is National Deviled Egg Day. Wow. Really nice deviled egg presentation this year. I don't know why I love them so much, but I do. I do, too. And surprisingly, well, maybe not so surprisingly, today's in the kitchen tip is not about deviled eggs. I was going to ask. I've never made them myself. Really? In all the times that I've eaten way too many of them at parties and holidays, (laughs) never tried it. Here's a theory. And I think this came up uh, earlier just about like even a simple sandwich. When it's Mm -hmm. made by someone else. They're so good. So yeah, good. Yeah. Because you can taste the love That's or the it. frustration that they had in the kitchen. And you're like, this was well worth your time. Thank yeah. you for hating your life while you were making this for the rest of us. Yeah. That's got to be it. Because I have made them and I, I didn't want to chomp them down as quickly as say, my mother-in-law makes great deviled eggs. Mm-hmm. And if she puts that plate out. They're gone. See ya. It's almost, yeah, it's almost like a single serving, right? The entire plate, it yeah. seems. There's yeah. just one, one serving. Sure. Uh, speaking of uh, chowing down on things uncontrollably, when I said yesterday that I was going to start trying to drop a few pounds, well, that was before I knew that Community Christian School's Krispy Kreme donut sale is going on today. I so, saw that. I wasn't going to tell I, you because I didn't. I, I didn't want you to feel bad or yeah. have that. Oh, do I do I break the diet already on day two? I don't uh, know. I'm but yeah, sure probably. At some point, I said I'm going to start that after daylight saving time ends. Oh, this okay, weekend. okay. See, I was going to justify that if it's for a good cause. 
then you then just all, wipe that yeah. away from your memory. It was for a donation, and then you just move on. Pretend it didn't happen. I'm pretty sure that's how it works. Uh, they got them all. The original, the OG, uh, I think are really, really good. Uh, raspberry, lemon, and cream, uh, chocolate. Uh, those are iced chocolate iced. I don't see the maple iced here, which uh, was, that's probably good because that'd be the one I get a dozen and they'd yeah. be gone by the end of the workday. Kind of like the deviled egg plate. Single <sighs> yeah. serving. Sorry. Yeah. I got a box for myself. None for you. About this time last year, speaking of Taco John's, we know the folks over there. Nick, great guy at Taco John's. My wife would go in f- with me for lunch and we'd, we'd hound them. Are you bringing back the taco or the uh, the apple grande? No, uh, the apple grande is never coming back. No, and then we go in again. Are you sure? If if we beg, will you bring back the apple grande? I'm sorry, it's been discontinued. Move ahead to uh, a Rock and Robins last summer. I ran into Nick. He said, "I just got back from a Taco John's franchise owners conference." And I can picture it now. Yeah. All of a sudden, the guest speaker takes the mic and says, there's been these two people in Wilmer that have just relentlessly, like they do not give up requesting the apple grande. So to shut them up. No, <laughs> no he said, I can picture it. just between you and me, this is back in late July. They announced at that conference that they're bringing back the apple grande. So I'm like, Yay. Kind of forgot about it. This morning, Nick calls. He said, uh, uh, Apple Grandes are back. I'm like, cool, we'll stop in. He's like, no, I'm going to bring you some. <gasps> Is that what you're eating? Is that what yes, you were chewing? I got an Apple Grande. Hold that up. Let me see. Right there. It's got the, uh, the sort of toasty. Oh, interesting. Uh, tortilla kind of. And then like, okay. like what would be an apple pie filling. Some little cinnamon sprinkles. I love that on it. And then just a s- subtle hint of some shredded cheese and i'm not usually a cheese on apple pie guy but it works here i i messaged my wife the apple grandes are back he's bringing in a bunch for everybody here at the station it is a, a glorious day in my life i am so excited for the <laughs> apple grandes apple grandes <laughs> You're like you're like the Grinch right now. Your heart just got two yeah. sizes bigger. Yeah. Oh, you're gonna have a great day. You're not gonna be angry or yelling in traffic at all. Yeah. Look at you. Look at you. Welcome, hot taco. <laughs> just gets me through my morning every day. Hilarious. Q102. It's Q102. Alas, as probably I know, you've been waiting all morning. Oh, what's this lawsuit on? All I want for Christmas is you. Uh, do I have to play the one we all know? That's all. That's all I'm going to play right now. All right. I'll allow it. Uh, it was about a year ago. Andy Stone and Troy Powers brought up a lawsuit because they did a song called All I Want for Christmas is You. Five years before Mariah, 1989. Here's their version. Listen closely to the resemblance. And then she finally gets to, all I want for Christmas is you. It is nothing, no so notes the same. It's the just only the reason this lawsuit is just because mm-hmm. you have two songs with the same title, I which guess. is not the first time. 
that that has ever been done. Yeah. And it seems all those songs can coexist and live harmoniously and not sue each other. Power of Love. Huey Lewis, Celine Dion. You brought up Shout. Good get. Yeah, Shout, you, Shout, or you put make your me hands up and Shout. Yeah, yeah. so Tears it's, for Fears, Isley Brothers, Blues Brothers. Uh, I have a theory. Yeah. I don't think this has a, I don't think they intend to carry out this lawsuit. No. I think every single year they're going to bring it up and then file it and then drop it again just so people go, oh, yeah, there's that other song. Well, let's stream that one. And then all of a sudden their digital stream numbers spike up. Yeah. But get out of my courtroom. No, I, this lawsuit is dumb. I just thought of uh, some more. Don't let me down. The Beatles did one. That wasn't real familiar one. The Chainsmokers. But then uh, I think what was the ELO? Don't bring me down. Okay, well, that's too close. Oh, yeah. But there's another ELO, Don't Bring Me Down. And Sia did, Don't Bring Me Down, Down, Down. Remember oh, that one? Oh, yeah. Uh, photograph, Ed Sheeran, Nickelback, Def Leppard. Oh, oh, should no. they all sue each other now because they have the that's, same title? No. Ed that's, Sheeran has had enough song lawsuits yeah. to last a long time. Because all I want for Christmas is you. Get out. With your little lawsuit. Move along. Tim and Laura in the morning. I love them. They're so funny. The Q102 Morning Show. In the kitchen. In the kitchen. Laura's in there making something. Always learning in the kitchen. This month, of course, leading up to Thanksgiving, probably one of the biggest cooking holidays. Uh-huh. Not baking holidays. That may be more Christmas, but for sure cooking, right? Uh, I, You're doing I was the big hoping you'd do something for uh, Deviled Egg Day. It's not ha- it's happening today. Uh, it's gonna... Nope. Oh, nope. Not man. today. We are all month long. We are going to have a way, either a recipe, a helpful hint, along with Kitchen Fair by Don's Building Center. So it is going to be a Thanksgiving theme. Ah, And so this is a recipe today for my favorite sweet potato bake. I would have previously to this show called it a casserole, but I know that will send people into overdrive. So let's call it a bake. And you made a face. I did. What is that face? Sweet potatoes in general? Yeah. Mm. See, a lot of people do the sweet potatoes with the marshmallow on the top. We talked about the marshmallow not being vegetarian. But even if I wasn't a vegetarian, I don't really love the marshmallows on the top, but I do love this. So it has a pecan nut topping and almost like a mashed sweet potato under the pecan crust topping. It's very good. A little goes a long way because sweet potatoes are sweet. To begin with, yeah, there's butter. There's more sugar. It's not... Don't... Eat this if you're worried about your diet, at which you are kind of pushing off. So, I mean, whatever. But, but this recipe was passed down to me by an old boss of mine. I've told you about my college days working in a bank. She was such a sweet lady. Wanda was her name. And Wanda. she would always bring in all kinds of things that she would make. And she would make little notes in the margins of the recipe. Like, here's how to, pr- here's how to best oh, peel your sweet potatoes yeah, to make yeah. it easy. So I dug up her recipe. She's no longer with us. Oh. But I almost cried a little last night. I'm like, oh, yeah. oh, there's Wanda's handwriting, even on the recipe. So I think in addition to this recipe, fm.com. I think another little helpful hint is if you can pass along a handwritten recipe to someone in your family, a friend of yours, 
it won't matter in the moment. Probably they'll go, oh, okay, and they'll put it in a box. But years from now, when they pull yeah. that out and they see your handwriting, there's something magical about that. I see you did. A, you have a photo in the article of said handwritten note. That's pretty cool. Look, yeah, look how tattered that page is. How old are you? I know. Anyway? I mean, <laughs> well, let me tell you, it has become a family favorite of the McKenna family, not only of Wanda's family. I hope they still make it to this day. But yeah, check out all the recipes. You're going to get a new Thanksgiving either recipe or helpful hint all month long thanks to our friends over at Kitchen Fair by Don's Building Center. Linked at 1025FM.com In the kitchen. The Q102 Morning Show Podcast. Join Tim and Laura weekdays from 6 to 9.